to Conquering Dreams with the legendary motivational speaker, C.B. Baker. Ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, here's C.B. Baker. Good day, people. Thank you for joining us on Conquering Dreams podcast. I've got a great show for you today. I have L. Harris, Rashad Harris, and my beloved wife, Sherry Baker. Today, we will be discussing the show that's got everybody up in arms about. Got couples arguing for weeks after the, the final episode is aired. That's right, Insecure. So we will be talking about Insecure, the show that's on HBO. We'll be talking about that. But one particular topic in um, Insecure, which is how long you should go and stay with a person that is pursuing their dreams. So now we got both perspectives here. And I'd like to mention everybody here in the room is married. So therefore, you will really get a true sense of what it's like to be with someone while they're chasing their dream and be married to them. So I'm going to start the show off with L because L off air really gave me some really good um, information that really floored me on what, uh, what was the lady's name, Sherry? Uh, the lead Issa. character, Issa. Mm-hmm. But Issa, uh, give me your opinions about her and the situation. I said, <laughs> you all the anger in my voice. Yeah. I said that Issa deserved to cheat on Lawrence. That sounds like a whole line. Okay, so Issa stood by this man for five years. The first year is cool. She gave him his time to build his business. He didn't prosper, but he decided to not go back to work. So for the next four years, she took care of him on her own, went to work every day at a job she hated, was unfulfilled. Then when she tried to dismiss him, he didn't want to leave. So it is his fault because she told him in advance. Go. I don't want to be with you no more. He was like, no, let's work it out. He forgot her birthday. So she went to the place with Daniel and she gave it up. And what made me so happy about it is because generally. Happy. Uh huh. I was. What made me happy about it is because generally when you watch movies, when you watch different shows on TV, they usually kind of have it where there's this whole resistance of, oh, I'm thinking about it. I don't, maybe I shouldn't do it. But she didn't resist. Like, and she talks about that, like in an article, how she did that because she wanted to make the moment about herself and about what she needed to feel fulfilled in. So at that moment, she was selfish and did what she did. Do I think cheating is right? No, but I think it was justified is what I'm saying. So you're saying cheating is justified? No, I say it was justified. And that, didn't I use what I just said? In that situation, it was justified. I don't so think cheating, cheating can be right. justified. Yes, it can be justified. Hmm. That, that's very interesting. Very, yeah, the, very. this show because one thing that I found really uh, cool about this show it took what most black TV is about the man cheating on the woman and the woman go, getting upset and flipped it and flipped it. And it's funny how when it got flipped, the argument for women also got flipped, which is really really gotten me kind of you know rubbing my hands a little bit like, what is going on here? Because she just said a black woman just said that cheating can be justified. So, Sherry, I'm going to throw it to you. What's your comments about the whole situation? I think, I don't necessarily think the cheating was justified. I feel like if she felt like she wasn't fulfilled in the relationship, she should have stood firm when she broke up with him the first time and not got back together with him. I feel like she should have 
explore with Daniel. I'm not opposed to that. I think she needed to do that to figure out where that would go and how that would feel for her. So I feel like she was justified in doing that. But I do think she should have just broke it off with Lawrence. I think she kind of kept him as like the little comfort. You're here, but I'm not really fulfilled. So I want to explore. I think she should have explored. I think she just should have broke it off with, um, oh boy, Lawrence before she did it. Yeah, That's me, my only caveat. Let me interject. You didn't even ask for you to speak yet. I want to interject. Go ahead, go ahead and interject. I interject. <laughs> See, L, what you're saying and what Sherry's saying is two completely different things. You're saying that she should have broke up with him but she, he wouldn't let her break up with him. That make her sound super weak. How does she well, sound weak? Because he wanted to stay. But if she wanted to leave, why she just like, you know what? Even though you want to stay with me, this, this joint is over. Can I cuss? I like to cuss. Okay. No, you cannot cuss with me. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> well, that made her sound super weak instead of if she wanted to leave and be with old boy, then she should have just left. Yeah. She couldn't leave because it was her house. She could have made him leave. Well, she could have left in the sense of just saying we're broke up, period. And not the way he did her at the end where he was like, this is over. Like, she should have done that to him. Like, this is it. You may say that you still want to be with me, but I'm telling you we're not together. And that she shouldn't have let him feel like they were back together and working it out, if that makes sense. She should have just been like, it's over. See, what Sherry said, I completely agree with. Like, that's fine. If you feel some type of way, then get out of the situation. Don't try to break up, then don't break up. Y'all back together. Y'all doing all this stuff and you still want to smash old dude. But don't guys do that? That don't make it right. But y'all do. And that's, that's what I'm saying. It, it right. doesn't make the cheating right. But it was justified is what I'm saying. It doesn't make the cheating so are you, right. Are, so let me, okay, let, me get this, let me get this straight. You're saying that things can be justified and not right at the same time. Yes. I, I don't, let I don't agree with example. that. That sounds like a double standard. Let's, I'm kind of confused what, on that but one. But this, like, let me give you an example, right? So, say a man is dating a woman and he says, all right, I don't want to be with you no more. Like, I met old girl, I want to be with her. And she's like, no, don't leave. We can work this out. Like, just let's just give it a try. Now, if this man still pursues the other girl and you know he's pursuing the other girl, I know what your, your counter argument is going to be, but just follow me. He's still he's pursuing the other girl, but she doesn't want to let him go. If she decides to stay in the relationship, that's on her. That's when it, because he's already let her know he doesn't want to be there. So making someone stay in a situation or making yourself stay in a situation when the person doesn't want to be with you, then it becomes on your end when that person messes up. Why make someone stay who doesn't want to be there? Like, I don't care how how often you are willing to try. If that person doesn't want to be with you, let it go. But how can you make... But see, that's why I disagree. You can't make somebody stay in a relationship. Like, if, if a man comes... To, in that scenario, if the man goes to the woman and say, I want to leave for this other person... And the other person is saying, "No, don't leave me." You can't rape you're somebody not, like, into you're a not, relationship, right? Like, if he really wanted to go, he would leave her. But he wants to get the best of both worlds, just like Issa wanted to get. Because you can leave somebody alone and leave right. them alone. Like you can say, "Yeah, I know. Like you don't want me to let you go, but I'm telling you, I'm leaving you alone and go pursue the other woman and leave her alone." But if all your comfort is here still you're and you're greedy. okay, you're being greedy. You're just having the best of both worlds, now, but it's not. And let me let me let me get in here real quick. So, but that scenario didn't happen. She didn't tell Lawrence to go be with the other girl. Right. She kind of like half-heartedly told Lawrence that she needed need to have a talk about this situation because she was frustrated about him being out of work and not taking a just a job 
because he was still, you know, to bring this back to Conquering Dreams, mm-hmm. he was looking for a management type level job through a headhunter that wasn't panning out. And even a headhunter told him that you may need to go get a job just at some regular place. And it happened to be Best Buy. And the look on her face was, okay, I'm so, she actually said these words. I am proud of you. Now, this is before she slept with Daniel. So she's given the impression that she is working with him and it is proud of him and and is encouraging him. So at what point did it get to where it was okay for Issa to sleep with this man? And not to mention the fact that she felt very, very guilty after doing it. But we're going to cover that a little bit later. But at what point did it get to when it was okay? What's the tipping point for her to have to be justified quote-unquote, the cheat on Lawrence at that point. I think it's an L question. <laughs> I still feel like, uh, and I'm, I'm I'm sticking with this because I, I truly believe it, but when she went to Daniel, that's, I mean, that's just like saying if a person that you had a child with wasn't working for a long period of time, you still had love for them, but you were broken up and he said, I just got a job. You're proud of him because now he's going to be able to contribute and he's broken out this idea of that he can't work for a middle for a lower I'm just giving you examples she's proud of him because she said she was proud did not you can't assume that that meant everything was okay and then to be honest with you if you notice the pattern life didn't really start getting better until she slept with Daniel because she felt guilty so she' making grits so, and eggs and everything no I'm talking about life I didn't agree get better life didn't get better for Lawrence until she slept with him yeah so she started better. being nicer to him out of guilt she was guilty. She felt guilty for so, what she did. But Lawrence so she didn't get that job. He didn't get the job with the headhunter until afterwards. No, he. Because remember, he was at Best Buy. He was working at Best Buy. Then she cheated. Well, you right. making it seem like she got him a job. Um, what you didn't hear what I just said. Listen, you just said life got you're better. You're responding to argue. Just listen. I'm not. I'm listening. <laughs> life did not get better for Lawrence until after she slept with Daniel. So then that's when she really she felt guilty afterwards. But then when she saw him taking control of his life, she really started to feel bad. Is what I'm saying. So when she went and slept with Daniel, yeah, she was proud he got a job at Best Buy, but it still did not dismiss the last four years of her life. But they were, they had a whole happy episode where they was buying couches, they was buying little, little soap stuff, and all that happened before he got a job. People so they, always see, have this, happy moments in their life. But see, this is the thing I think we're missing in, in the show is she didn't set out and get in the car to, on purpose, to sleep with Daniel. The way it was per- portrayed was it kind of just... It happened, but she allowed the door to be open. Mm. She wasn't objecting. She put herself in a bad situation. She put herself in a situation, but she knew what she wanted because when she met up with him the first time, when she went to his house and in the car, it wasn't that, yeah, the yeah, scene with the car and, Facebook. you know, nothing happened, but she knew what he wanted and she told him, like, you know, I'm not ready for a relationship. And he basically was like, I don't want a relationship. It just is what it is. So she already, from that standpoint, knew he wanted to have sex with her. So when you put yourself in a position with a man, you know, wants to have sex with you for y'all to be alone. What do you want to happen? I felt like she wanted to have sex with him because why else are are you still keeping in touch with him and pursuing him? It wasn't like she said, it wasn't it she needed to scratch and she scratched it. I'm just saying she should have just broke up with 
Lawrence before she did it because she got to look at herself like, why did you allow yourself to be with somebody for four years who wasn't doing anything? Like, you can't put it on him the last, like, the reason why you stayed. Like, you got to take some responsibility. And why did you stay so long? And if you were really unhappy, you should have broke up with him. Then you should have got with Danny. That make her look crazy. Now I was telling Elle, like, this is pretty much like the Batman syndrome. Like, you either, you know, die to be the, what's the hero? Or live to be the villain. So if she would have got out of the situation before, she would have been a hero in all this whole mess. But since she stayed in the situation, smashed old boy, he found out, now she's the villain. So She doesn't, but I think this is the part that everyone's missing. She doesn't care. It's she not cares. about. She does not care about being the villain. She I does believe, not. I believe, I believe sitting out in the middle of the night on the couch crying. On a dirty couch. Is she cares. That's because you're hurt. That doesn't mean that you care. I'm saying she doesn't care about being the villain. She knows she messed up. And that in her head, and, and I, I disagree with her. I still think she need to let Lawrence go by and move on with her life. Like, I, I truly just still feel that she needs to just let it. She messed up. She did. That's what I'm saying. Cheating is wrong, period. She messed up. So, yeah, she has to own that. She has to take responsibility for that. But she needs to let Lawrence be and let him go. Let him be with Banker Bay. Let him be with the Banker girl she way who's trifling. Look, she, she looks way better. He had a girlfriend anyway. Yep. But. Well, that, you know, now, now that's, let's segue into that. Now, for men and women, if you're in a relationship or a marriage and your spouse is not encouraging you to do things that you really want to do, if not, you don't get that encouragement, do you tend to go seek it from other people and is it okay to really be acceptable with something from the opposite sex mm-hmm. without it, without you really thinking it could go to the next level or causing issues in your relationship? That's a great question. It actually is. Um, I don't have an answer to it. I think that situation it was like the classic 80-20 thing for him. Like he will really... He, he was getting 100% what he wanted from Issa because she was taking care of him, but we'll take off Preach. 20% for the emotional part that she wasn't providing him as far as supporting him at that moment. So, of course, a banker girl comes around and tells you everything you want to hear because she don't have to live with you. She hasn't been taking care of you. So all she sees is you telling her this sad story. So, of course, she's going to be encouraging, like, oh, that's so great. Like, you should push that. So he's hearing this, and it's like, oh, wow, somebody actually is paying me some attention, and... I'm getting this part from her and Issa's still taking care of me. So even he was, in my opinion, settling because he was entertaining the other girl too. If you think about it, y'all going out to lunch, y'all spending a lot of time. Like he did not go out to lunch he, with her. He was sitting by himself. Yeah, whatever yeah, you yeah, want, yeah, whatever you want to call it. Those are two he, different was, things. he was entertaining her. He could have said, I'll, I'll rather eat alone. Right. So I think it turned That's into rude. that. So, no, it's not. <laughs> now when you have a girl at home taking care of you. Yeah. And he, you know when somebody's flirting with you, he knew it. He didn't he was know. Dumb. He didn't know till when she came up with the with the ladies out at Best Buy. He was looking at TVs. Are men that dumb? Are they not? No, no, men are not that dumb. But in the show, because it's flipped, that's what I'm trying to get y'all to understand. The show is flipped. Mm -hmm. The roles are just reversed. So yes, he is saying, "I oh, I had no idea." But now that I kind of see it, towards the end, he's like, "Well, you know." And then when he goes to the strip club and he goes to the VIP room and he finds out how much it costs to actually really be VIP. Great decision making. He said, you know what? Okay. If I am going to do this particular thing, I'm going to be with the lady who really paid me some mind and really was actually encouraging me. Okay. 
to do what I would like to do, which is he wanted to run his own business and do his own app. And do y'all recall in the episode two that when Lawrence told Issa about how the new company he was working with and how he was running things backwards and he was farther along than he thought he was in his process. She took care And now this is the part I do agree with Issa about. When he was getting ready to say, I'm going to quit the job and go back and work on my app. No, no, no. You worked hard for this job. You keep it. But did you notice that she didn't go back to encourage him on your time off? Like when you get home from work to work on the app. She, she actually, did. I thought she did she say, did that. say something like that. She though. did say that. She, she said, really you can't, you know, spend your nights working on your app. So that was like probably the best thing she did in the whole season. <laughs> <laughs> I, she, I think she encouraged him, but I think it's, it's easy to encourage someone when you haven't dealt with the negative side of them pursuing their dream. So I think it's easier for an outside person to come in and be like, oh, yeah, you should do this, do that. Meanwhile, the person that's at home with you is the one that's really sacrificing for it. So, of course, she's going to be like, you need to stay with the job that's giving you a paycheck and then you can pursue your dreams, you know, later on. And I don't think she was selfish. Like, we all agree, like, she did the right thing with that. But he just needed to man up, I think. And- Thank but, you. But going back to the question I asked, I really didn't get an answer. Is it okay to accept um, encouragement and compliments from the opposite sex that's you know, dangerous. while you're in a relationship or in a marriage. That's dangerous. And, and the reason why I say it was so dangerous for Lawrence is because... Because she looked better. Again, <laughs> whatever. Again, I, I, I always stick by the statement that cheating is wrong, but for men... But it's justifiable. Can I speak? Okay. <laughs> when I'm men cheat and it's physical, it's not as... Um, severe as it is when it's emotional lawrence cheated emotionally he didn't just cheat physically he cheated because he was upset and he used his emotion in every thought that he did he built this relationship with this girl because she built him up made him feel good so it wasn't about just the let me go hit it and be okay it was about i really like her i built something with her so he cheated in a whole different way Uh, you keep saying this word cheat they were broken up that's correct Officially, they was broken up Continue. at that time. Were they broken up? Because yeah, how were they physically? He moved. They he said, didn't move out yet. He said they were done. Actually, he did. When he smashed her, his stuff was already out of the house. So he, well, was he out. smashed the girl. He did. Yeah, that's but what they weren't. What I'm saying is, when she came, when she was talking to him on the phone, she said, "You can go to the house," and he was like, "Okay." But they were broken up. They were just talking. But when you go back to somebody's house in girl terms, that means you still mind. But we're talking about in rational, real world terms. This, this is rational. No, 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 no. Once again, you got to remember the roles is flipped. Okay, so how you was viewing that the the part was not written that way. So, so that's what causes this is this is what caused the controversial across the nation about this show because the roles was reversed. So when that when he made that phone call, and the part that was confusing to me. He makes the phone call. He says, we need to talk when you get home. That implies that he is going to be there when she gets there. Now, whatever happened between the end of that conversation and him getting home, something happened in his head. And he was like, you know what? I'm out. And he got his stuff and left the Best Buy shirt, which I will say, (laughs) which is, which is, which is like, um, symbolic to he settled in his life 
to make her happy. He didn't want to work at Best Buy, but he said, I'm with, you know, now granted, yes, it's been four years. I got it. But if you've been there four years, what's another six months? And then he got the job at Best Buy, demeaned himself, and that's the way he viewed it. You got to look at it from his perspective. Mm-hmm. He viewed it that way. And then the thanks he got was you cheating on him with Daniel in the studio. You've been gone all day. On a dirty couch. <laughs> in the studio. And and Daniel said when he approached Daniel, because my whole thing is Lawrence is such a girl. He's been a girl the whole time. Like pull your skirt up already. You gonna go and talk to the man, and the man tells you it's nothing there no more. Somebody I used to be taught to. So why are you still pressed? Like that's my thing. I feel Hold like on, was he pressed? <laughs> he just asked him a question. He was pressed because you didn't have to go say anything to him. But he, he doesn't owe you anything. You have a girlfriend. Ask her. What you asked later, you could ask her first. You had no reason to even t- hold talk on, to hold that on, man. All right, let's let's speak on that for a quick second. <laughs> there was no there was no clues that said that they smashed or anything. So he why would, ask him? Ask your girl. He owes you no. He owes you no. It didn't anything. Like he, it didn't like he went to him like, "Yo, you smashed my girl." He asked, "Why was he there?" He asked, "Why was he there?" Because mm-hmm. he was trying to put the clues together in his head. Like, so why be why play games? Just ask your girl. Playing. That is playing games. Just go ask your girl. But L now, let me let me if you saw yeah, somebody on, you, if you saw somebody you suspected your husband was messing around with, you saw the female, you saw them mm-hmm. talking, you felt like something was going on, and you just happened to see that female standing by herself, are you saying you wouldn't have implied like, hey, how you doing? What you know, what brought you here? I'm I think an, the average person probably would be like yeah. He didn't know because anything. he didn't know he didn't have no context to beat to for sure. So All maybe he, he approached it. Right. He saw them talking that look heated. And then he was like, yo, who is this dude? That's all he saw. That's me. Mm-hmm. Rashad, who's Keisha? That's me. Because yeah. I want Keisha I mean, but, I don't think he, but I don't think he did it in a way. I understand what you're saying, but he didn't do it in a way to me that was drama feel. Like, he didn't go up to the guy and be like, hey, are you Dan the one that's been texting? He was just, I mean, I felt like he was kind of smooth with it. Like, hey, how you doing? It was just to food. put his little... Like you, you know, feeler in there. You don't think that's playing games though. When you can, no. when you can, because I feel like he doesn't owe you anything. He could, Daniel could have lied. So then, do you take Daniel's word? But well, he didn't ask him anything. Right? He had to lie. Yeah. Why did you even have to talk to Daniel? You just don't like Lawrence. Once, once again, <laughs> once again, Lawrence. we're kind of off track because at the end of the day, why was Daniel even there? He was, why was he even at that school to start all this? Because I, she wanted to reach out. That's what I'm saying. She kept in yeah, contact with him did. because she wanted something else to happen. I get that. But what I was going with that is the violation and, you know, this, now I'm going to flip the script on man code. Daniel violated all man code. Man oh. code, period. If you already know she got a man, mm-hmm. you know, it's her event. You don't just show up uninvited. He was acting like a little hoe. Like you just said, this the whole thing was reversed. Because that's something that a woman would do. So so therefore, sis, you know, kind of baited you into this. Mm -hmm. So you're not gonna so you're not going to go to the other woman. (laughs) You got me. I fell for it. I was like, (laughs) so that's what that's what I'm saying is it Daniel is at fault in this whole situation, also. Lawrence. And which is, in my opinion, I'm going to say is the victim in this whole situation. <laughs> what? Lawrence is the victim in this situation because it's just amazing to me how people have a double standard when it comes to certain things with men versus women. 
you know, granted, Amanda's supposed to take care of the family. And of course, he was sitting there as the show comes on. He's in his sweats. Like you said earlier, he, he didn't get an edge up to like episode four. four. Mm-hmm. You know, he was just looking real rough. So how long, I'm talking to the women here, how long can you sit with a man that's trying to, quote unquote, get himself together, but he has great potential? I mean, what is really Lawrence's potential? Uh, maybe a multi-million dollar app that he was working on. Mm-hmm. For four years, though. Because, like, I guess, like, for me, I would think I could see, like, the first two years. I could give him that. But at least get a part-time job. Like, do something where everything doesn't fall on me. when I'm already unfulfilled, which is not necessarily his fault that she wasn't fulfilled. But she was unfulfilled in what she was doing. So, but she stayed in that position because she knew she had to take care of home. So at least give her that. Like, at least work on something else to, you know, kind of like, you know, I know my girl out here holding it down for us. Let me do something to bring something to the table. I think if he would have just did that, they would have been okay. And he could have been okay with not getting an edge up for the rest of the season. <laughs> but you want not have long, an edge up. Hell, <laughs> how long do you give your man and Rashad is running a very good business. He quit his nine to five. He's, he is self-employed now. Mm-hmm. You know, so he wasn't like Lawrence. I'm going to put that out there. He was not like Lawrence. He held down and was miserable in his nine to five because he would text me about it and talk about it in networking <laughs> events. He is finally free to do what he likes to do. But if Rashad was out of work for those, what, uh, two years, would you have felt some type of way about him not bringing in any money or showing any promise? Yes, I would. Would you have said something to him? Yes. Faster than that, Issa. Yes, I wouldn't have waited no five years. Like we, first of all, yeah, because it was one year where he was doing okay, and then the okay, four years you. where. So I wouldn't have waited. No, because we should have been talking about that. I. Because I support your dream so much, I should know what's going on. So if I'm talking to you and, you know, I know what's going on and how you're doing, you know, we're talking about what's going on, how, you know, if you have enough money to last. Because it was kind of weird how he was getting unemployment, but he was working. I, I, I didn't understand that part, how he got unemployment. But so he had a little bit of income coming in somewhere. But I'm talking about just straight nothing at all coming in. All right, Lawrence we've been together for this long. Like, you know, I've been riding with you. I'm fine with that. Continue to go after your dreams, but at least get a part-time at Starbucks or something. Like you got to do something to contribute to this house. And then you can still have time to work on your dream. So if he he was working part-time at Starbucks, you wouldn't feel any type of way. So Rashad was like, I can't, I can't, Rebel Society, I can't make no money off that. I'm going to work at Starbucks. So at that moment, you don't look at him any differently for working at Starbucks? No, I don't. I worked at a, I told you, I worked at a cigarette company. I don't, I'm, that humbled me. I don't judge anybody because at the end of the day, it's not about, because I know this is not long term. You just need something to help set you up for what you're trying to do. So I don't care where it is. Just, just do what you got to do. Sometimes you got to be humble because that makes for a greater story in the end when you're successful. So I think if it was just something that simple, and that's the only reason why I say it was, it was justified, not right. But justified because he ain't do nothing. All right, Sherry, let's get your point of view on this. Um, I think potential is a very dangerous thing. I think a lot of times people fall in love with someone's potential 
in any aspect, whether it's them chasing their dream or right now they're abusive, they wasn't. So you're always like, oh, he can be a better person or she can be a better person. I think potential is very dangerous. I feel like at some point action has to kick in. So for me, if I feel like you have potential, but you're not actually like making actions to fulfill it, then I don't. It's plenty of people that die with a whole bunch of potential. You never know because they didn't. They never did anything with it. So me believing in you, and I think sometimes you can want more for people than they really want for themselves. Because of course we don't know the backdrop to his story, but it's like how passionate can you be about something if you really like literally sat on it for four years and you never really made any moves towards it? And what type of man are you that you're okay with your woman supporting you for four years and you're not really? You don't even remember her birthday. Like, you should be stay-at-home dad status if I'm working. Like, you shouldn't have forgot my birthday. Like, you should be on top of it. So it seemed like he just fell off on all realms. Mm -hmm. So to me, like Elsa, what potential? Like, what potential was there? Because he didn't show her anything. It's different when somebody's showing you, like, hey, babe, this is what I'm doing. I'm doing this, doing that. But if you just sit on the couch and you ain't even remember my birthday, there's no potential there. Right. Was there really an episode where he didn't give her anything for her birthday? Yes. Yeah. He forgot. You and his friend was like, you messed up. He cussed, though. Yeah. They yeah. were in a club. He was in a club with his friend or the bar. He was like, yeah, you messed up big time. Yeah. I don't remember that. But anyway. Of course you wouldn't because you're a team <laughs> Lawrence Hive and Lawrence was wrong. But like what Sherry said, something that I heard someone say before, women fall in love with what a man can be. And men fall in love with the woman they met that day. Like, the love for men, yeah, because when women start to change from the woman that you saw her as in the beginning, then it can kind of change your way, your view for her. But with women, we fall in love with what you can be in the future. Like, we see we see things further than you guys can. So, the man today, I know he works at McDonald's, but I know five years from now he could own 10 McDonald's. So I think we look at things in a totally different light than what y'all do. We fall in love with your potential because we we dream. We think that we can change you. Which is stupid. That's what, yeah. Stupid for thinking Lawrence would be better. Now let's, <laughs> <laughs> let's switch gears here and talk about her best friend, which is I, the name of the best friend was? Molly. Mm-hmm. Molly. So let's talk about her highly successful black woman. And, and she was a lawyer. And really working hard, but seemed to couldn't get her relationship, um, her relationships in her life just wasn't out of whack because she just kept giving it up so fast and was so desperate. But is it, if you're a successful black woman and you're single, does it really mean that much to be, have that other part not matching up with the rest of your life, like the relationships being just as successful? I posted this on Facebook the other day mm-hmm. and I was like, out of being having a popping career, having being married or having kids, like which one is the most valuable to you? Most people say career, which I feel like is pretty inaccurate, just from the women that I've seen. Like, there's a lot of women that have like great careers, but they long for having somebody with them. Like, they can post thirst traps all night about not having, um, yeah, not having like a guy there to support them or anything like that. So I feel like I don't know the point I was getting at. I just want to throw that out there. Um, I think what you what you posted was good. It was pretty much to see like 
Most of them lied. I, think, I'm just, I, I feel the same way. Most of those women lied because on one of them, I actually had to go up there and tell her that she was lying because <laughs> I know she was lying. So my thing is this, like most women aspire to be married. Like most women just, that's just what they aspire to be. My, um, like, cause I had the conversation with Rashad, um, myself and I said, well, if I look at my life now, I say, I think it would be marriage. Then it would be career. Then it would be children. But if I looked at it without thinking of Rashad, if he hadn't come out, my life would be career, career and career. Cause it wouldn't be something that I, I wouldn't aspire to it, but I'm a different, I'm a different type of person. But I think the thing is we have to remember that we're social beings. So for women to say that they don't want a man in their life, that's not true. Like we are born to be social people. We need somebody that we can talk to. It doesn't have to be on an everyday basis, but we need that other part. That's what we were born to do. So we as women sometimes try to be too strong and say that we're not necessarily looking for a man because we don't want people to look at us as weak or thirsty. And those be the most thirstiest ones. They are. <laughs> Molly is that girl. Molly is the the girl Super that you thirsty. yeah that you're that you're talking about. But then I always go like psychoanalytic because then I want to know like what's Molly's makeup like? What's her dad in her life like? Did she you know did she see her mom date a whole bunch of men? All of those different things because she's compensating for something. Yeah, yeah. I think in I think in the show she really is her the one moment where she tried to own it like own herself like I'm gonna be me. But then when she did it, she still felt bad. Mm -hmm. So right. she found out that this is not me. And I, and I told Sherry, this reminds me of, the, of um, Solange's album, The Seat at the Table. You know, it's like it's like watching it on TV. She really, with Crazy in the Sky, she really just did it, but still, still hurt at the end. So what is it that she needs that she's looking for? And I'm looking forward to the season, too, because I think a lot of those answers is going to come out. And I will say this. I believe Lawrence is going to come back. Huh. I feel like they, that's going to happen like season three. Season the, the two. The end of season two, Lawrence going to come knock on the door. Yeah, yeah. Season two, <laughs> he's going to be with Banker Bay for a minute. Yeah. Because she looks better. But she doesn't have anything to offer. She has no substance. Is that a real word? I don't even know if I said it right. <laughs> <Is that a laughs> <real word? laughs> I wonder why the actor I said it. She has no substance. I got to Google it. <laughs> Yeah, I think he's gonna be with Banker Bay, see how that work out, and realize she doesn't have any substance, and then <laughs> and then end up back with McGarland. With Issa, yeah, I think Molly and Issa's relationship. I think it was interesting how it played out during the season. That it's kind of like the grass is greener on the other side, in a sense, because it's like Issa was stuck in a relationship where she wasn't happy and kind of wish she could be single so she could go mess with Daniel, and then Molly was. Um, like she was single and unfulfilled and wish she could have been in a relationship. Mm -hmm. So like their little blow up at the end, I think kind of like captured that where they're both, they both really want the same thing. They're just at different points and getting it. So I think Molly might've been a little jealous of Issa's situation where damn you, I mean, darn, you get two men <laughs> that want you. And here mm -hmm. I am struggling and I have all of this stuff. I have, I'm successful. I have a nice place. I have all this stuff, but I still can't get a man. Get a man. But my thing right. is this though, cause like I even thought about when Molly was like, you know, you have this man at home. But Molly, you had this guy that you didn't want to be with because he let another man's 
give them oral sex. See, see, L, so, L, 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 see, there you go. So you're always opening up the door <laughs> to the most controversial Dude. part of the whole thing. So now, so now it's in here. So now we got to cover it. <laughs> you know what that's like, L, you brought it up. So here it goes. <laughs> so go but, it, but, that's, but that's a big thing, though. In 2016. Yes. Mm-hmm. They're from California. No, I mean, not. It's a very liberal state. That means nothing. My I thing think, is, I think the setup, yeah. even with him on the show, like that aspect of him bringing that up, I think it still goes to the point where she ultimately keeps feeling like she's settling. Like, because she doesn't accept that part of him, whether you think that's right or not. Mm-hmm. It's like, but he's still where he worked at because she didn't want to date him anyway. At enterprise. He at, like, enterprise. enterprise. So he still wasn't what she expected herself to be with and even that i think she's essentially still settling not because of where he works because it's just not what she wants but now she want to be in a relationship so she's gonna go to the one person who didn't treat her like she who didn't toss her to the side basically he tried to be with her and does that pretty much describe like most women i know this getting away from the original point but does this pretty much describe like most women that's in like their late 20s early 30s like they feel like they need to be married, so they're pretty much hunting for whatever is a somewhat decent man. Yeah. Yeah. I you agree. Know, it's, it's interesting that you use the, that word, hunting. Mm-hmm. That they're hunting. Because they they some head hunters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they I, think a lot, I mean, I think women, you get to a certain age where you're having fun in the beginning. It's all fun and games. And then it's like, okay, now I'm tired of going to the club. Okay, now I'm tired of doing this. So where's the man? Once you get out your whole and years. you're like, where I'm ready to settle down. I want a man, and maybe you already have kids, maybe you don't, but you're like looking for that. And if everybody around the same age is looking for the same thing, it becomes a competition. It's like a scramble for men, and especially the area that you're living in. If it's not a lot, y'all are all vying basically for the same men. And I think men play into that. They're like, mm-hmm. oh, I can have all these these females and it's like the roles are reversed whereas men are supposed to be pursuing women now women are pursuing, pursuing men mm-hmm. so and that's why men like Lawrence thrive because they won't have to work because there'll be a woman who says as long as I can have a man he can I'll take you alright so because this show is uh, conquering <laughs> dreams and not a relationship yeah that's what I was saying sorry about that because so, yeah, there, there was a definite part there because L let it the elephant in the room and it's sitting down in front of me but I cannot cover but listeners I do know what's in the room I'm just choosing not to go there <laughs> I wish so um, I'd like to thank everybody that's tuned into the show I thank you for the panel L Rashad and Sherry, thank you so much for joining us. You've been listening to Cock and Dreams podcast. Till next time.